0: All right, this is it. My name is Jeff K., and you're listening to episode 292 of the world famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. And we're back broadcasting once again from deep, deep underneath a nondescript home in suburban Pennsylvania. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for streaming. Real to real, ever you know, whatever method you use, real to real. Hope I uh, hope you're all doing well. Hope you're not in the eye of the storm or in the path of the eye of the storm. We just, I was just upstairs, and Tony had the, uh, I think it was the Weather Channel on, watching the hurricane. Ian Ian from Scotland. I think that's what it's called. The Hurricane Ian from Scotland. Bearing down on Florida. Hope all goes okay down there. You know, I don't want any... Uh, you know, uh, maybe it'll take an abrupt... Maybe it'll just turn around and go back the opposite direction. To, is that the way weather works? Weather. Anyway, I hope everybody's doing all right. Uh, I'm doing fine. It's Wednesday morning, as I said. It's kind of overcast, gray kind of fall-like, there's a little bit of briskness in the air, or in other words, perfection. When I was a kid, I used to love this kind of weather. Even back when I was a kid, I can remember uh, being driven to school. I walked most of the time, you know. I mean, I walked in elementary school. Can you imagine letting an elementary school kid walk to school every day? They will they don't do that anymore the parents take them all the way up to the door and then wrap them in cellophane and you know or bubble wrap or whatever and just send them on their on, their, on you know hand them over reluctantly scared terrified to let them out of their eyes eyesight but anyway we used to walk there They were like all right just get you know it's, it's only it's only like eight blocks you know it was, you know it's was, it was, it was time to go you know take your take your uh your Harlem Globetrotters uh, lunchbox and hit the road, buddy. So anyway, but when it was raining and stuff, I would get a ride. Um, my parents, I guess, or my mom or something. And I can remember riding to school, and it's it, it's this exact weather, this kind of weather, kind of cold, a little windy, like just overcast and, and rainy. I'm like, oh, I love this. I love this weather. <laughs> Even when I was a little kid, I loved it. But anyway, so that's the way it is. Did you walk, by the way, did you did you take a bus to school? I never did, never in my life. I lived in Dunbar, West Virginia, and all my schools were, were within walking distance. Uh, the elementary school was the farthest, and I was a kid, a little kid, you know. My parents were like, all right, it's time to go to school, you know. In the junior high, you know, I never even in high school. It feels like I walked like fifty percent of the time. When I did drive, I was causing mayhem. Like when I was, <laughs> like when I was uh, splashing my cousin. Remember, he called in about that. Where he was like, he was a safety patrol, and I would like, hit, like drive through the mud hole and just splash. <laughs> it wasn't just him. It was anybody, any of those safety patrols up and down uh, Myers Avenue. You know. Uh, there'd be standing water, and there'd be a patrol standing there, and I'd, you know, I'd, get, I'd hit them with a big uh, Hawaii five o wave, you know. It was ah oh, great fun. Remember that? But anyway, uh, so that happened, and um, that's the way it is right now. It's uh, overcast, gray, rainy, beautiful. Love it. Uh, I was gonna. I was thinking about doing a. Uh, I'm not going to get into that. I'll, I'll just tell you what I'm, um, i um I'll just jump right into it. When I was in West Virginia... I recently... We, we completed our West Virginia trip, and I went over the whole details of it in the last episode, which happened to be a Patreon episode, tell you the whole story of everything that happened. Well, the stuff that's interesting, or semi-interesting. And uh, you can listen to that if you're a patron over on episode 291 If you're not a patron, eh, I don't know what to tell you. But um, anyway, for $4 a month, you can hear all those bonus episodes, including that one about our West Virginia trip. And um, I also posted a bunch of pictures um, just recently. So if you want to check that out, it's over at surfreportpod.com. And all the pictures are there of, you know, there's 20 pictures, I think, taken during our trip. Uh, me and the older boy went down there and spent a few days with my parents, and it was a good trip overall. The driving, oh, the driving down sucked, and the driving back was somewhat better for whatever reason. But the driving down there was like ter- terrible. My ass was like pancaked down to it. It was like I mean I don't know. I mean I was a mess. My ass, there was no blood flow to my ass. Terrible. I was in pain. My butt bones were digging into the upholstery. You know, it was a terrible situation. But anyway, um, you can hear about that whole thing. 291 is the episode. It's over on Patreon. You can go to surfreportpod.com and look at the pictures I took, some of them, and uh, yeah, give me an overview of what we did. That was fun. Um, but anyway, when we were down there, there was some pictures. You know, you go you go to see your family pictures are taken i happen to see a picture that i'm in you know somebody else took it i i'm i'm in the in the photograph and i i I was shaken to to my core i was taken aback by this picture i look like a i look like i look like humpty dumpty like what in the hell look at that fat fat son of a bitch I mean, I couldn't believe it. Well, I mean, I know. I mean, I'm not a fool. I know that I'm a portly, portly gentleman. But uh, I mean, this—I feel like things have gotten out of control. I'm like you know, there's a ceiling. There's plateaus to your fatness. I mean, I don't—I don't know if you're aware of this, <laughs> but there are like plateaus, and um, and I've been in a plateau for a long time. I reached a plateau a fatness plateau and now i feel like i've busted like gone past it heading towards a new plateau and i don't know what that is i don't even know what that is it might be one of those things where i'm just in a bed all the time covered in a sheet i'm like naked in a bed just covered in a sheet and i'm going to start growing like dreadlocks or something i don't know and then they're just people are going to start bringing me food in and 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 then i'm gonna have chest pains and they're gonna to have to take the front windows out of the house to get me <laughs> i think that's the next plateau i don't know i have no idea that's the scary part it's fear of the unknown i don't know what's going on but i feel like i busted the plateau that i've been on for a long time i couldn't believe it i was like who look at that guy that's me what happened my god how did this happen? How did, I know it's a cumulative thing. It happens over a long period of time. And you don't really notice it when you're living it. Or even the people that live with you, they don't notice it because it's a gradual, slow, you know, slowly. But then, if you, I mean, I haven't seen any pictures of myself in a long time. I don't, you know, I try to steer clear of that for obvious reasons. I don't want to be in a be in a bunch of photographs. If I do, it's just my head, and even that's grown. I mean, I feel like I'm gaining weight in my head. Whoo! But anyway, so I saw this picture, and I was like, oh my god, I got it. Something. I mean, seriously, you're gonna get, you're gonna get the diabetes. You're gonna get, you know, you're gonna have a heart attack or something. You're. You, you, I mean, you, and you look—you look like hell. I'm like, what has happened? Oh, anyway. So anyway, I come back, right? You know, and my ass is pancaked, sitting in that chair. God, it's a long drive. We're going to go to Myrtle Beach. I'll talk about that later on in the in the episode. It's an even farther drive than than this. I don't know, but anyway. So I came back and. Um, yeah, I was bitching about it and I was like I saw a picture you know I was telling Tony the whole thing I said she goes well you, you do something I said yeah <laughs> sounds good in theory but it requires but then um you know I don't know what ha- I don't know what happened I don't know recently I mean I've been back you know over a week and um I didn't do anything I just continued living my terrible life that got me there you know the source of the problem i continued with the source which is fast food and not a whole lot of activity and uh beer and uh you know just not good just just soda at work like i drink you know i always drink uh usually like one mountain dew i don't drink a whole lot of soda but not like a lot of people but sometimes, if I need a little boost of uh, 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 caffeine, I'll get I'll get a, a Mountain Dew, cause I don't drink I don't drink coffee at night. When I, I I drink coffee up until like lunchtime, and then I switch over to something. I usually drink water right after that, and then at some point. I mean, I don't know. When I get home from work, I drink a couple beers. I don't drink a I don't drink an enormous amount. I drink I drink more than a couple on the weekends. I'm not some drunkard, but I drink. You know, I'm getting into this this uh, cycle where I'm drinking like pretty much every day. You know, like when I get home from work, I'll drink two, sometimes three beers. You know, not that it's not that much, but it's too much. You know, you know what I mean. It's not good for your weight, you know, and it's probably not good for anything. So, uh, so anyway, I, I continued down that road and I, what happened? I don't know. I don't know. I was talking to this guy at work and, um, he was telling me about some show he went to and, um, while he was talking to me, I was like, this guy's this, lost a lot of weight. You know, I said, how'd you lose all that weight? And, um, he, go, he started telling me, he said, it's uh, protein is the key. When you get a little bit older, I said, who you you calling old? No. He goes, protein. He goes, I went to a nutritionist. He was telling me all this stuff. He said, protein, try to cut. He goes, you don't have to completely cut carbs out. You don't have to completely cut sugar out. But you should be conscious of what you're eating. And you eat as much protein as you can because it counterbalances. It counteracts against the sugar and the, and the carbs. He doesn't just try to walk more, and you know, just try to make better choices. Don't drink soda. I said, yeah, okay. So. But that that was before I left. That was before I left. So that wasn't, that wasn't the one. I don't know. Just recently. Just a couple of days ago. Well, Sunday. Sunday I was having some kind of a mini meltdown. <laughs> I, don't, I know you might find this hard to believe. But I was like, I'm a fat bastard. I look like a goddamn. I look like, a, I look like a, the, the Humpty. I look like Humpty. You know? Mr. Dumpty I look like. You know, I got to do something. I was having some kind of meltdown in here a second time. The first time was not as big a meltdown as Sunday? I don't know what I don't. I can't remember. But anyway, I said I, that's it. I'm not doing it anymore. I downloaded this app. I had it before called Lose It. It's supposed to be really good. Uh, I mean, I, I had it before and it was it was good. It's supposedly as good as like. Some of the big pay apps. I got. It has a premium version. I don't know about that. But um, I I downloaded the free one. I downloaded this uh this app that you know counts your steps. It's supposed to be a good one too. I can't remember what it's called. Hang on a second. I'll tell you. Yeah, I'll link to it. You can. You know. I don't know if you want to give a shit really. Let me see. Hang on a second. It's called Pedometer Step Counter highly rated though I had it I also had that on my old phone. keeps track of your steps if you have your phone in your pocket or on you on you somewhere keeps track of it and it, it gives you all kinds of you know data. so so I put those on my phone. I started tracking started tracking my uh, food intake. I bought those uh, boost I mentioned this last time I think those boost protein drinks. Which is another thing this guy at work was talking to me about. He goes, "Those things are good." He goes, "I tried a whole bunch of them. It gives you more protein, which is the key." He kept saying, "Protein is the key," and it, it's a uh, you can use it almost. It's like thick chocolate. I mean, it tastes like chocolate milk. I mean, it tastes good, you know. And it's uh, only eight ounces, and it you know you can skip a meal. You can drink one of those things and skip a meal, maybe a lunch or something, you know. So uh, I, I started drinking those. Tony went out and bought me a six pack of those things, and um, I don't know. I drank I drank a couple of them already, and they're good. I drank one a day since I had my mini meltdown, and um, you know they're good and they they keep you full and they're loaded with protein, which is what you know what you're looking for. So I did all this, and I and I have not had any fast food at all. I have not had any soda at all just water and coffee haven't had any beer and uh i mean it's only been a few days but i got on the scale this morning yeah you're supposed to only do it once a week but I, i wanted to see if there's any progress and i've been walking i've been like last night my that that step counter said you're 600 steps away from your goal right i'll put some arbitrary number in there and um I thought all right well I'm gonna walk around this building so I walked. I was at work and I walked I did a whole lap around the perimeter just walking around put myself over the over my goal I wouldn't have done that before so you know making these tiny little changes I need to get on the on the treadmill maybe I'll do that after I finish recording here you know I need to get on that thing and um you know and um I got on the I got on the uh on the scale this morning five pounds already. Just making those small changes. Five pounds down, about a million to go. <laughs> but every journey starts with one step. I don't know if anybody's ever heard that before. I might have just made that up myself. I don't know. Anyway, so that's what that's what's happening. I got, I got, I gotta do something. Yeah, I gotta do something. I mean, I look like absolute hell. I look like a, I look like an Easter egg. Look like a walking, talking Easter egg. <laughs> I was like, "Good Lord!" And I go out in public like this. I I walk around amongst others, looking like this. Uh, it, was, it was a slap across the face, a punch to the gut. Anyway, um, I, was, I was talking to somebody. I was telling him about that that conversation at work. When I asked this guy, I said, "How did you lose so much weight?" Somebody said, "You asked him that." I said, what's, what the hell's wrong with that? <laughs> Is that controversial? If somebody said, how'd you lose all that weight? I'd be, well, let me tell you. And that's exactly what he did. But uh, somebody's like, oh, I would never ask somebody about their weight. See, that's the problem. You know, that's that's the problem with people. I find that people generally don't ask enough questions. And it's frustrating to me. People in this house... And people, other people that I interact with on a regular basis, don't ask enough questions. I ask. I'm always asking questions, and because uh, I'm, I'm curious about stuff, I want to know. I want to know things, you know. And other people are either a not curious at all, which is a problem in my in my view. Or, B, they're so freaking timid that they're going to offend somebody. I don't think that's appropriate. I hear that all the time. Well, I don't think that's an appropriate question to ask. Why? What you? I mean, there are inappropriate questions to ask, and I know what they are. Like, if it had been the other direction, if, if, if this guy was talking to, you know, put on a 75 pounds, and I said, what the hell happened? what kind of choices are you making how did you, how did you allow this to happen you know but losing weight i mean that's generally a positive thing right and i don't think, i didn't even it didn't even cross my mind that it was inappropriate and it wasn't he wasn't he was fine we talked about it for a long time but people are either a have no curiosity and i find that there's a lot of that out there and i don't understand that I mean, you're not curious about things. I'm always curious about everything, and I want to know. And I ask questions, and and I get answers. People will generally answer your question, even when I'm interviewing somebody. Like I don't want to start talking about work, but I've done hundreds and hundreds of 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 interviews. I just ask people, you know. So why are you not working there anymore? (laughs) Sometimes you'll get the. I mean, they'll just tell you straight up, you know. Why are you not well, tell me a little bit about your work history. I was at blah 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 for eight years, but I'm not there anymore. why why are you not there anymore? you know and people are like, I don't know if that's an appropriate question. like the hell it isn't. It's extremely relevant and and uh, appropriate you know and they'll tell you some people some people are smart enough to beat around the bush. Some people just say, "Well, I had a, I was my attendance was terrible, you know, or whatever." I mean, just come right out and tell you. So I don't know, but just in general, in my life, I ask a lot of questions. You know, I ask cashiers questions. I ask just people, you know, and um, I I feel like I'm in the minority on that deal. Do you ask a lot of questions? I think it's important. You learn, you learn things about. The world and life and people and and, and, and um, you know the way people think. So anyway, so all that happened. I'll give you some updates. I got to maintain this thing. I can't. You know, if I stay away from fast food, I think just doing that because I was eating way too much fast food. It's easy. I was talking to Tony about that. It's easy. It's relatively inexpensive, although not that ex- not that inexpensive. It's not ex- inexpensive anymore, but that's the way you think of it. It's easy, it's inexpensive, and it's damn good. <laughs> it tastes it tastes fantastic, you know, and uh, that, that's a dangerous combination. And so you know you know eating healthy generally takes a little bit of effort and it costs more, which sucks. But um, so there's a little bit of a You know, you got to put a little bit of effort into it. And um, that's, you know, you got all kinds of things going on in your life. You don't want to deal with one more hassle. I understand that. Shit, I've lived it. But um, so now you got these options where, well, I could just head on over to freaking Chipotle or something. Or uh, whatever, McDonald's, Burger King, you know, whatever, thousands of different options. You know, it's easier and it's faster, and it tastes good, and it's it, it, it's you know, you're a, you know, ten years later you're a mess. You look like you look you look like me. You know, you, you can see the cumulative effect. So just doing that, just doing that part, you know, should be a huge. And I I don't drink all that much soda, but I do drink I I do drink it sometimes. Because I need a little boost, you know, of caffeine. You drink one of those things, it's like loaded with caffeine. I don't drink any of those energy drinks. I've never had one in my life, and I never will. And, um, you know, any of that stuff. So I, I, I'm guilty of drinking those things at work sometimes. Uh, I don't. We don't have soda at, my, at our house ever. We never have soda here, you know. Tony doesn't buy it, and... Um, you know, if there on the rare occasion that there is, I end up, I'm the one buying it. I go out and buy like a one of those 12 packs that you put in the fridge with the uh, dispenser, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everyone, maybe like twice a year. I don't know. I get it in my head, I want some. So anyway, but it's rare. So I don't drink, but uh, cutting that out, good as well. And uh, the beer, I'm not good. I'm cutting back. I'm not drinking. During the work week, I'm not drinking any more of that shit. You know, that's not good. Drink two, three beers while you're watching a Perry Mason. That's not good. I mean, it's, you know, you're taking the edge off from another day of, uh, quote, you know, uh, I don't know. (laughs) You know, opportunities, you know, uh, another day of opportunities. And you're like, oh, God you know you go home you, you fire up a Perry Mason i mean you know i'm sure everybody's in the same boat right come home perry mason anyway you crack uh, there's a fridge in here in the uh, in the bunker let just grab a beer out of there and you know drink two sometimes three that's not good not good so i'm, I'm cutting that out too i'm walking more and we'll get on this uh, i'm going to get on this treadmill i'm walking tracking my steps <laughs> I'll keep you up to date on that thing. Um, what else? Oh, by the way, I was talking to Tony about this too. If I were to successfully lose weight, you know, a substantial amount of weight, I'm not talking about. I don't. I don't expect to get down to one seventy or something like that. You know, I'm realistic. I just want to cut off maybe like you know, well, I want to cut off, you know, go down to an an acceptable, I just want to be a normal American overweight. (laughs) I don't, I don't want to, you know, I'm not looking to be, you know, you know, like Charles Atlas or anything. I want to be just like a, I want to get down to a I don't want to give you numbers because it's embarrassing, but I'll tell you. I don't want to. I, you know, I, I just want to be. I, I'm not expecting to lose all the way down to like, you know, 165 pounds or something like that. But if I did lose a substantial amount, I uh, I'm worried that I would look really old because one of the one of the benefits of being fat is it's like nature's botox, you know. It pushes out like I said. I was like lose. I'm gaining weight in my in my head, you know. My head is gaining weight, and it just pushes out the wrinkles. There's no wrinkles. There's no, uh, you know, smooth man. You look young because you're fat, <laughs> you know. And it's like nature's botox. And I have people I know people, and I'm not going to name any names, but um, there are people that I know who are roughly my age and they're skinny and you know I don't want to be you know I don't want to be heartless but they you know a little bit of a scrotum you know a little <laughs> you know a little scrotum face you know you know what I'm saying and I don't I don't want that I can't walk around with a scrotum face I mean I, I you know I got I got nature's botox working for me you know, it's like pressing out the 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 face fat is pressing out all the wrinkles. Once you take that down, you you start lowering that the face fat factor. I mean, you're you like gold you got a scrotum face. That's no good. That's not good. So that's that's a concern. But you know, I I need to get down. I need to lose some weight. We're gonna go to we're supposed to go to England next year. And I don't want to be a, a big fat ass in there. Like, I'd probably have to get some extender belt on the airplane. Here, <laughs> see those people? Could I get the extender, please? You know, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy. Where to, You know, where they have to bring out extra equipment, you know. But anyway, I don't want to, you know, enough of that. Jeez Louise. Um, baseball's almost over week and a half. The Reds are in complete free fall. I don't know what's going on. They, you know what they did? They, I mean, I don't know. The last couple of months of the season, they just said to hell with it. We're not in this anymore. We're just going to bring up all our uh, our future stars. Well, they hope, they hope they're stars. They're prospects. They got young people playing at almost every position. So all these guys, they're all young rookies type, you know, rookies or recently rookies, you know. So they got the, they got this lineup that's basically triple-A baseball. And they're getting their ass handed to them night after night after night. These guys are getting a trial by fire, you know. They're, they're like, getting caught up and they're playing them every day, you know. Some of them are doing okay. Most of them aren't. They're probably freaking out, you know. They're, like, their entire life is about baseball since they've been, like, five, six years old. And now... They've been working towards this goal, and they're, getting, they're finally playing on a Major League Baseball team in Major League stadiums in front of Major League crowds, and they're probably freaking out. I mean, it's human nature, right? And they're, I don't know, I mean, they're playing them every single day. They're just out there every day, just run out there every day, and they're not doing too well. They're getting their ass handed to them on a daily basis. They're losing, they're heading towards, there's a possibility that they'll lose 100 games, <sighs> you know? It, it, I don't know. I don't think they're going to get there, but um, it's going to be close, you know? They're not winning. They're losing every day. They they lose to the Pirates. The Pirates are no good. The Pirates are worse than the Reds. They lose to them over and over. They're playing them all the time. I don't know why. I don't know who makes these schedules, but they're they're playing the Pirates all the time. They're losing every day, you know? So anyway, the season's almost over. Then we go into the you know they we'll have the playoffs, which lasts for I don't know like three months. <sighs> I don't know, and then the World Series, and then it's over, and then the, you go you get the whole winter, just a sucking, just a a vacuum, a sucking vacuum of no baseball. It's terrible. It's a, it, it's like a such a huge part of my life every day. It's all yeah. You know, I think about baseball all the time. And I follow it, and I read about it, I listen to every game, or watch it on TV, and it's gonna be all gone in the in the. I think there's only like uh, I think next weekend is the end of it, you know, the end of the season. The Reds are nowhere near the postseason. They didn't. They're not anywhere close to making the playoffs. So it's over. I don't know what they're gonna do in the uh, in the off season. They're uh, they don't have their payroll is so low. They got rid of all their the people. I mean, they still have a couple of guys that. You know, they can't offload. But um, for the most part, they got rid of anybody who' was making any kind of money. So their payroll was like, you know, real low. And I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what their plans are. I mean, I know there's a plan to use, you know, to use the farm system more and develop young talent. But I don't know what they can't go into next season with this with this lineup. They're going to have to do something. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what they do. But anyway, it's almost over. It's going to be a sucking vacuum in the middle of my life. No baseball. What am I going to do? I mean, it's a painful thing. I couldn't give two shits about football. You can take that sport and pack it. Uh, and And I like basketball even less. I don't care about any of that. I don't care about college football. I don't care about pro football. I don't care about basketball at all. I don't care about auto racing. I don't care about golf. I only care about baseball. That's the only thing I care about, sports, sports-related. Tony loves tennis. I'm, you know, I'll watch that, too. That's, I like that better than watching the NFL or something. Anyway, that's that, that, that's that's coming. It, it, it's sad. It, it makes me sad when I think about uh, and we've reached the end of this thing. I do have a couple more things. It'll, it'll, it'll hold. Oh, I want to talk to you. Before we go, have you ever been to Portland, Maine? I know that's an unusual question. Do you know anything about Portland, Maine? See, I was—I follow this uh, these accounts on Instagram, and, it, and one of them is Beer Advocate. You know, all these uh, craft beer uh, accounts. Beer Advocate's one of the best. They asked these questions on on Instagram and Facebook, I guess. And um, one of the uh, yesterday they said, "What are your top five beer beer cities?" And somebody said, "Are you talking about breweries? Are you talking about uh, brew pubs?" And the guy and, and they just said, "Beer." All right, just answer the question, fancy pants. Quit. Quit with the questions. It's like at work when I when we give out free T-shirts or something. I have to go around getting people sizes. They're like, are these French cut or are these lady? You know, it's a T-shirt. It's a it's a T-shirt. All right. Are these uh, you know? Are these uh, scoop neck or something like what the? Does that answer the question. I don't have all day. It's like that. It's like that thing. It's like um, beer cities. Uh, is this a brew pubbery? <laughs> like like all right. He goes the guy said, "No, I'm talking about beer." All right. So, there's hundreds of answers on there. And I was scrolling through, you know, Asheville, North Carolina, well-known beer Mecca in uh, you know, other places like San Diego and places. There's there's all these the the answers are pretty predictable but Portland, Maine kept coming up over and over and over again and somebody on there said Portland Maine is quietly uh, you know becoming a beer mecca and people don't really realize this and people were saying it over and over and over again. And I was like Portland, Maine so I, I went on a, I went on Google Maps it's six hours from here. it's not that far. I don't know if I've ever even been to Maine. I don't know if I've ever been in that state. I've been all up in there, up in those New England states, but I don't know if I ever went that far north. I told Tony, I said, maybe we should check out Portland, Maine, do a beer vacation. (laughs) You know? Because I was reading about it. I guess it's pretty happening. I don't know. Are you familiar with that? You know anything about Portland, Maine? And and, and, and their beer? Their beer? Beer culture, I don't know. I mean, check that out. You know, I remember. Uh, anyway, I won't go into that. But um, anyway, I was just curious if you knew anything about that. Never been there. Don't know anything about it. Don't think I've ever been to Maine. I don't know how many states I've been to. It's probably like half of them. I don't know, somewhere in that neighborhood. Maybe I should make a list. How many states you been to? I'm asking a lot of questions here. Told you ask questions. What do you want from me? Alright, um, before I go, I want to ask you another question. And maybe you can call in, if you, if you have anything on this. I'm going to do an episode, probably next week, about junior high horror stories. <laughs> or ju- just junior high, memorable stories from your junior high years. Which is a volatile time of your life. Or at least mine. I mean, I can only speak for myself. That's a rough, you know. That was like a pit of vipers. Dunbar Junior High School was like a pit of vipers. I'd like to get your if you have anything on that. I'm going to I'm going to do a whole episode and I'd like for people people to call in and be a part of that show. So give me a call 570-290-8151. Call me around the clock. You don't it doesn't have to be about junior high. It can be about anything, but specifically if you have any any memories, painful memories or funny, it could be funny, you know, whatever. Memories of your middle school slash junior high years. And in my case, it was 7th, 8th, and ninth grade. That's what it was. I don't know. I don't make the rules. That's what it was. 7th, 8th, and ninth grades. That was our junior high. So if you have anything on that, give me a call. 570-290-8151 is the number. Also, if you want two episodes a week instead of a measly one, easily fixed. You can can make that adjustment right now. By going to Patreon.com, that's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com/slash/jeffk, sign up for a four dollar or more monthly donation. Four dollars—that's all it is. That's a small amount of money. you Put it on a credit card; you won't even notice it's gone. And in return, you know what? You will notice—you get an extra episode of this podcast. <laughs> Starting to talk too fast. You get an extra episode of this podcast every single week. So you will notice that, but you won't notice the $4. Man, it's a win-win. So patreon.com slash Jeff K. And I mentioned surfreportpod.com is the website for the uh, it's the podcast website. There's great stuff there. You know, support materials and uh, photographs, links, things. You know, it's support, the stuff I talk about, stuff I ramble about. So check that out too, surfreportpod.com. I put 20 pictures from our recent West Virginia trip up there under episode 291, so check that out if you're interested. And I think that'll do it. There's more, but uh, you know, you know the score. It's all in the show. It's all in the show notes. So hope you guys are doing well. Until next time, which will be over on the Patreon side. I will. What man. What is wrong with me? I can't do this I can't do the I can't do the closeout anymore. Until next time, which should be over on the Patreon site. I hope you guys have yourselves a great, great day. Is that right? Anyway, I'll see ya. Bye. The Humpty, I look like Humpty.